welcome to Couple of Vidgets, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we discuss the TV show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me as always... Is his wife, Penny. Hello, and wow, we talk about weather once in a while. Have we been having a great stretch of weather here lately? We sure have. It's been wonderful. It's uh, November, what's today, November 9th in Wisconsin, and it's supposed to be 70 degrees today. I know, it's been seven. It's been so great all weekend. It has been. All, pretty much all week it's been in the 60s and 70s. So. Which is, I mean, it's it's even better. It feels, it, we're, I feel even more blessed with weather like this in November because the days are so short. So it's like when it's good, it's like, oh, at least the sun's out. But not only is it out, but it's awesome out. You can wear shorts. <laughs> um, you can so wear yeah, shorts and I've go for really, walks and not freeze to death. Yeah, you've got about four hours during the middle of the day where it's perfect. Otherwise, you gotta climb in your cave like a bear <laughs> or a vampire. I guess I'll go with since we watch Supernatural. Yeah, vampires. Uh, yeah, I hate winter because it's always so dark. I feel like I hibernate. Well, most people do. Yes, I I love to hibernate in the wintertime. And I liked how lately the kids have been outside playing. Where typically in the summer they'd be outside running around screaming, uh, like six, seven o'clock at night, even eight o'clock at night. Um, but then just because it's dark out, then the other night you're like, damn, kids should be in bed and get ready for school. It was 5.30. Yeah, last night, like, the kids are out running around screaming, like, look at the clock. Well, if it were later, I'd tell, like, get your ass to bed. It's time to get ready for school tomorrow. But, but it's only 5.30, so. But it is weird because it's dark and it's warm and it's only 5.30. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... You know, in the, in summer, it kind of, in summer hours, it equates to about midnight in darkness. Yes, that would be true. Um, be true. But it's 5.30 and it's just pitch black, but it's still warm out and it's November. So very odd weather, uh, but I am enjoying it. And so are the dogs because the back door can be open and we don't have to get up and let them in and out all day. Oh, uh, yeah, can they can run around. Bark at anything that moves, which they usually do. Oh, Squirrels, the, birds. The constant letting these guys in and out of that back door. They are just so spoiled. It's not even funny. We used to do the one out, all out. And now they don't even follow that anymore. They oh, are total they? brats. Aww. So to, I, today we did tease this. that We were going to go back to you doing the skeleton. And I was going to fill in uh, my emotions on it. Only because I know this is one of your favorite episodes. You made me watch it about a year ago. Uh, And we'll get to that in this episode. It's very much, um, it's a one-off episode and it's like a total story arc episode. Uh, It's kind of those two things glued together. So this time around, this episode had a lot more meaning to me than like a year ago when you were like, this one's so funny, we should watch it. Um. I think that was a French mistake I had you watch a year ago, which was also hilarious, but that doesn't happen until season six. Um, no, I, I've seen this one before. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you have. Um, you, you've, you've picked this out. You've, you, long before we did the podcast, you uh, hand-selected this one as one that I just must watch because it's so funny. I think it's hilarious. Yes. Um, well, it there, is hilarious until it isn't, and we'll <laughs> talk about that. There's a major tonality shift halfway through this, too. Yeah, there is, um, but the thing is, there are going to be, in total, 327 episodes of Supernatural, and I'd have to say this is in my top 10, possibly my top 5, just right. so you know how well I like this episode. Now, I was reading, because it's very emotional, 
for Jared Padalecki. He hated it. So, with wow. that, we'll go okay. on. Well, we'll get into it. I mean, we haven't, I guess, I hope listeners have seen it, but we'll go through it here if they haven't. Because they should. <laughs> All right. So, start us off, Penny. Well, we start off, uh, it's in, they're in a motel. The alarm clock goes off. It's a radio alarm. And you hear Asia's in the heat of the moment. Um, Dean's very annoying with Sam. He's like, rise and shine, Sammy. And then he starts lip syncing the song because Sam hates it. Um, they're getting ready to go out for breakfast. And Dean is just very annoying to Sam. It's like they're brushing. Yeah, here's the thing is Dean is like super happy and having a good time. And Sam is just like annoyed right from the beginning. And I'm like, dude, just chill out. He's, he's happy. Why don't you be happy? Well, we can, yeah, Sam notices that the toothpaste tube is a mess and Dean's gargling very annoyingly and it's just, yeah, it's he, just, he, he got up on the wrong side of the bed. Very much so. Well, so they go to breakfast in a diner, um, run into different local characters there. Um, Dean says he wants to find Bella and Sam wants to find too, but they're actually in town. They're looking for a missing person. Uh, I didn't write down who this person was, but they're going to check out this mystery place called the mystery spot. This is one of those hokey little tourist trap things. They yeah, have. I think that they aren't they in like all tourist trap towns. I mean, there was one in the Dells, which isn't there anymore. Actually, they tore it down. Uh, but I'm sure that like Pigeon Falls has one. I yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I imagine every little Branson probably has one. You know, all of those. I'm sure Niagara Falls has one. Possibly. Yeah, it's like all of those tourist towns. I think that, and I think it is like an old gimmick from like the old West days. It's an old, just a carnival act. Pretty much. It's, uh, what's the word I want to use? Tourist trap. Well, yeah, it is a tourist trap, but there's another word. It's a lot of optical illusion. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is just nothing but really crooked. Uh, it's, it's a really crooked building, all built funky, that then just gives you your depth perception and your... Uh, your balance gets all uncoordinated because your line, your eyes and your brain are expecting straight lines, but then when they aren't really happening and it doesn't quite measure up, then yeah, it's just, oh my God, that person's getting really tall as they walk to the other end of the room. Well, the room's getting shorter, people. <laughs> like, come on, think about it. Yeah. Well, I remember going to that one in the Dells with my cousin Kelly. Now, I five, never went to it. Was it fun? It was okay, but let me finish my story. I'm 5'9", and my cousin Kelly is like 5'4", and so the person running the attraction whatever points us out he's like okay you ladies one stand in one spot and it was outside and one stand in the other spot it was very clear i was taller then we switched sides and it looked like kelly was taller because i don't know maybe the the ground was up a little higher on that side but it was just so slight that i don't remember that's all i remember about it yeah it's you just know. there was probably a straight railing someplace that your eyes lined up with the ground to be like okay that's what's really flat but then in reality, it wasn't really flat. Right, you, right. Yeah. So the other, one, the other side was raised up somehow, but it looked like it was Yeah, level. it didn't feel like it or whatever, but I, yeah. That yeah, it's all those places are. Yeah, the optical illusion, that's all it is. It's fun. I mean, and then there's like, I think there's usually like some place around there, there's a ball in a railing and yep. you like put the ball on it and it rolls uphill yes i yes i do remember that as well well yes. let me tell you it didn't really roll uphill it rolled downhill it yes. just looks like uphill. Yes. yeah those places are fine i mean they should probably be confined to like children's museums but <laughs> 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 i don't know they, they, they seem cool enough though 
Oh, okay. Can I um, also? They went to the diner and they ordered uh, on the Tuesday special that Dean always orders is pig in a poke. Yes. Do you know what that is? Yes, I looked it up. Okay, what is pig in a oh poke? Oh gosh, I'll have to go over to uh, my computer. Hold on. I can't believe you didn't know I was going to ask this question because I want to know if it's something I want to order for breakfast. Well, <laughs> it actually, here's what it says on IMDb. On medieval market days, the gullible might buy a pig in a poke, a baby pig in a cloth sack, without checking that the content really is a valuable piglet. What they really got was a worthless cat, so a pig in a poke is a con job or a worthless object presented as a thing of value. Letting the cat out of the bag in the sense of revealing a secret comes from spoiling that same scam. Okay, so what it is, though, it's sausage, it's pan, it's sausage wrapped in a pancakes. What I want to say, you know, what do they call that? Uh, pig in a, uh, pigs in blankets. Pigs in a blanket. Yeah, yeah that's, but I, they poke as a bag or something, just another word for a bag? Uh, yeah, just Yeah, be, okay. Yeah, so, that's it. medieval, you know, medieval times. That's a great fun back then. Um, <laughs> I bet you they just, like, stuck a sausage down and then poured pancake batter on it. Well, yeah, that's it. how you, that's, yeah. That seems like what it is, right? Right. All right. Or even, yeah. Just make the pancake and wrap it. And but what a weird, I don't know. I never heard that term. I never heard that food before. Maybe it's a southern food? They are in Florida. This is set, well, this is set in Florida. Yeah, this so. is, maybe this is a regional dish that we just don't know. We don't have, we call it pigs in blanket here. But yes. They, That's like, what I'm assuming. Okay. Interesting. Um, they order, Sam just get, orders coffee and a small short stack. The um, waitress comes over, brings in her coffee, drops the bottle of hot sauce. And then they decide, Sam and Dean decide that they're going to go to this mystery spot at night. Well, no one's there, so they can really check it out. Cholula hot sauce, by the way. <laughs> yes. That hot sauce is in every restaurant. Why does everyone use Cholula? I have no idea. It's like the Heinz ketchup. Of hot sauce. Yes, it is. Um, so they go at night. You know, they're looking around. Uh, Sam has got his little EMF meter. Nothing happening. Uh, then you can kind of see that someone's watching them. All of a sudden, the owner comes out. We assume it's the owner. He's got a gun. He thinks he's being robbed. You know, Sam, he's like, no, no, this isn't what it seems like. Well, he shoots Dean in. Dean dies. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's like, wow, shot Dean. Dean's dead. Um, no, my big wow for this is uh, we're watching Sam and Dean in the opening scene. Normally, we watch other victims get attacked by something. So right away, I know this is a total new custom one-off. This episode is going to be different than all others because the opening focuses on those two. And so I know that the whole thing is going to be those two folding in on those two. That was my huge big wow takeaway from the opening. Not that he was shot. I was like, well, some magical thing doodad is obviously going to happen. They aren't killing a main character off today. Especially in the first <laughs> act of the episode. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is Star Trek uh, Next Gen. When we see the Enterprise explode right before the opening credits, you're like, wait, what? And you're like, okay, well, they aren't blowing up the Enterprise today. <laughs> like, somehow it's coming back. Yeah, and that was one of my favorite episodes is Next Gen, too. I can't remember the name of it again. Uh, it's got a very interesting title, but anyway, that's the So right away is a clue as to what's going to happen, and then when we come back from the Stinger graphic. 
heat of the moment's on again. Sam is bolting out of bed. They're back in the motel. So right away in my head, ding dong, Groundhog's Day episode. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Dean is alive, still annoying Sam. Uh, Sam doesn't really let on what happened. He's just kind of like, okay, kind of has this weird look. They go to the the um, diner again. Dean orders the same thing for breakfast. Sam says he'll just have coffee. Waitress brings the coffee over. This time, Sam catches the hot sauce. Yeah, it's so good that she dropped that hot sauce the first time. So now in every iteration, he's got that magic trick to happen. Yeah. I was like, that is really lucky that that hot sauce dropped. It adds reliability to his story. If she would have had better balance, he wouldn't have had that. (laughs) She's a sucky waitress. (laughs) So, you know, Dean's like, oh, nice reflexes. Then they talk about, you know, again, wanting to hunt Bella. Yeah, but while they're there, they're going to go look for this guy. Uh, Dean says, okay, we'll go at night. And they're like, no, we're going to go now. Because he knows what's going to happen if they go at night. Sam's, or Dean's going to get shot again. So they decide to go. Dean walks out in the street and <laughs> gets hit by a car. And, I mean, they just show him, like, full off, bounce off the hood and go sailing through the air. <laughs> just com- He just pinwheels comically. Yeah, that was... <laughs> pretty funny I shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh at Dean dying but it was funny um, so we wake up we're at the motel again heat of the moments playing shit, Sam's got like this oh shit look on his face uh, yes I have Sam freaking out he kind of explains that there's a time loop at first Dean keeps saying deja vu and Dean's like, Sam's like no it's not deja vu because this really did happen it's not like I have an idea that might <laughs> yeah. have happened. I feel like, and then he's like, how is this any different from dating? He goes, don't say that word again. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. I'm just, uh, you keep talking. I'm reading my notes. Oh, I don't know in which, I don't know. I have terrible notes this time. Um, there's an X-Files reference in there. Yeah. He okay. says it seems uh, very X-File-ish. I just wanted to bring up that I like it when shows reference other shows, like their TV shows, but then they themselves are not a TV show. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I was reading also on IMDb, I guess there was this episode on the X-Files called Monday where one of them relived this Monday all over again. I'll have to. And in this episode, Sam seems to be reliving Tuesday all over again. So I have, okay, then they show them at the mystery spot. They're both dressed in suits. Um, as reporters, talking to the owner, and they're just not getting the answers. Sam's not getting the answers that he (laughs) wants. He seems like he's really losing it. Sam brings on some angry rage heat on this guy. He's like, I know that there's something going on. Tell me. Yeah. And he talks about the the man that they're investigating the disappearance of, and the guy's like, look, I don't remember seeing him here. He may have been here. He may not have been here. I had nothing to do with this guy's disappearance. Then we show it's later at night. Sam and Dean are back into their soft clothes. Yeah, so they were in nice suits at the mystery spot. And then when they leave and they're like walking around town to a bar, I'm assuming, why didn't they keep their nice clothes on? Because they're not comfortable clothes. Well, they're now they're all shabby again. Well, they're back in their jeans. Soft clothes. Yeah, like their jeans say. and their flannels and stuff like that. And they're talking, and a piano falls on Dean, and he's dead again. Okay, and when that piano drops, 
wacky jazz music plays just like do 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 and then like everyone all the three the two piano mover guys look at each other and then they just look at dean with his look like oh shucks it, it was dean, very um bugs bunny and oh, Wiley coyote yeah it was just pure comedy that's all that scene was meant for and the music plays it up so then naturally sam wakes up again they're at the diner again uh so Dean's question, so I order the every, same thing every day, and Sam's like, yes, you order pig and a poke, side of sausage, so then, or side of bacon. So then Dean calls to the waitress and calls her, sweetheart? Yeah, he's like, hey, sweetheart, can I, I want to change, can I get sausage instead? And then the waitress back like, okay, hon, uh, could you, I, I couldn't imagine yelling to my waitress, hey, sweetheart you're going to get punched in the face nowadays, right? That yes. was so horrible and cringeworthy. Yes, it was. But you have to remember, this was in the South, 2008. Not that that was ancient times, but I don't think there, there wasn't the Me Too movement and stuff like that back then. I don't know. That but just hit right. my ear with like, holy Jesus, who right. talks like that? So this time, though, <laughs> Dean chokes on the sausage and dies. Yeah, now, now this episode... Swings into full comedy mode at this point with how many way, different ways to kill Dean. Yes, it does. Um, then we show Dean in the shower saying, oh, we can't go to breakfast. And Sam's like, no, we can't go to breakfast. Well, what happens? Dean slips in the shower, hits his head, and dies. Uh, the next time we see Dean and Sam, they're sitting there at the table eating tacos. And Sam, Dean says something about, don't these taste funny? <laughs> yeah. Well, Dean dies. Must have been food poisoning. Next time we see Dean, he's plugging in an appliance, gets electrocuted, and dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Over, and, it's like every different way. Um, next scene, they're at the mystery spot. They have the owner tied up. Dean is talking to him. Sam's got an axe. He's like, "I'm gonna tear this thing down to the studs if I have to." There's something going on here. <laughs> and then Dean they fight over the axe. They fight, yeah, they fight over the axe. Guess. And you see a big squirt of blood on the owner's face. So yeah, Dean. And dies. then Sam going, Dean, Dean, I'm like, oh Jesus. So now they're back, they're walking down the street, and all this time they, this blonde woman, you know, bumps into them, and uh, Dean's like, well, all the hundred times that we've seen this woman, have I ever done this? And then Dean goes and checks, asks the woman, and it comes back, and here she was the daughter of the man who originally disappeared, and she had, like, posters, flyers that, to help find her father. And so Sam grabs it and runs back to, to ask her a question. Meanwhile, there's a dog tied up on the street. Really nice. Uh, yeah, a, a golden retriever. Well, he's like, oh, does puppy need a friend? Also, we hear <laughs> growling. Yeah, and just him like getting his throat bit out. Yeah, Dean's dead again. So they're back at the diner. By now, Sam's just like really... Really, he's had enough. He's been through it all. Um, some pretty funny exchanges with uh, Sam memorizing everything Dean says. Uh, Sam yeah, they go back and forth because he knows exactly what he's going to say. And then it, it like eventually gets to Sam keeps a ruler alongside the bed, and every morning he... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sam, wears make Sam wishes to wear makeup. Sam wishes to cry during sex, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but this time, Sam notices that a man in the diner after he left had strawberry syrup on his pancakes. And usually this man has maple syrup. And Dean's like, what, a man can't change his mind? He's like, not here he can't. It's the same thing every day. 
So they follow him. Uh, uh, oh, also during that time when they were in, before they leave the diner, uh, Sam tells, uh, is this the spot where Sam tells the waitress she, she needs to get some archery lessons? Yes. So then that's a clue that like in a previous death, somehow Dean got shot by an arrow from her. Yeah, she needs to really work on her aim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny joke. So they follow this man and Dean still has no idea what's going on. Um, Sam like holds a knife or something to his throat and lets it out that he knows who this guy is. He's not tricking, tricking anyone. I just let it go. It turns out it's the trickster. And sure enough, here you see the guy changes and it's the trickster. Yeah. And the trickster, uh, that, that actor is perfect for it. He's got such a smarmy look on his face that, I mean, it's just perfect. Yeah. And you know, he, um, he directs a lot of this act that actor directs a lot of episodes. He's well, I shouldn't say a lot, but I was just reading the last episode I watched in the final season he directed and it was like the eleventh time he directed an episode. So oh, neat. he not only plays the character, but he's a recurring director on it too. But he tells Sam that the joke was on Sam having to watch Dean die all the time. Um, because he can't save Dean. The truckster knows Dean's gonna go to hell after his year is up. And he just wants Sam to know what life is going to be like without Dean. But he promises to stop. If he won't kill him, promises to stop. And they go, okay. Wake up the next morning motel. It's a different song on the radio. It's Wednesday. Yay, Dean survived. And now is when this episode goes from comedy to drama and horribleness. To tragedy, yes. Uh, it's like it's a total tonal shift. It's almost like there was two different directors. Just everything is different at that mark. Yes, uh, because inside we see Sam is packing his bags to leave. Dean is outside packing the trunk of the Impala. Closes the trunk, and there's the man standing there with a gun on Dean, going to rob him. Dean tries to talk him down. You hear a gunshot. Sam goes running outside. Dean is dead. And then Sam's like, okay, it's time for me to wake up. What, what's going on? Then we cut out and we show Sam driving the Impala and the sign says it's six months later. And he's got the look on his face like Mad Max. Yeah, he's he just really driving does. driving around into the night just angry at everything. He's pretty pissed at the world. You know, every once in a while they cut in with, uh, you know, Bobby... Oh, cut in once in a while. It's endless. Uh, the Bobby phone calls into his phone. Hey, Sam, I haven't heard from you. Good job on that demon thing. Yeah. Hey, Sam, it's Bobby again. Uh, I'm getting kind of worried about you. Good job on those vampires. <laughs> hey, Sam, where the hell are you? You're starting to worry me, kid. Really good job on killing whatever it was. I mean, it was always like I'm worried about you and good job. Right, exactly. All of his voicemails. Well, then the final uh, voicemails from Bobby's like, I found him. So Bobby looks like he found the trickster. So he tells Sam where to meet him. And sure enough, it's at the mystery spot. Bobby is there. Because it was the last known place where uh, he used his magic and he had a ritual that could draw him back. A summoning ritual. Um, had to use it now. Otherwise, it would be another 50 years before you could use it. The only thing is, you needed a gallon of fresh blood. And Sam's like, well, that means we're going to have to drain someone. 
And Sam's like, okay, like he's going to go, <laughs> yeah. go out to kill someone. And Bobby's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I really thought this was going to snap you back. I did not think that you were so desperate to save your brother that you were willing to kill an innocent person. Yeah, I was like, wow, Sam, you're hardcore. <laughs> so then Bobby says, well, he offers himself up. And at first Sam's like, no, no. And Bobby's like, you know, I'm older. I've lived my life. You and Dean, you got a lot of people you can save if we bring Dean back. Um, Sam still says no, but Bobby says, no, I want to. Gives Sam a knife, uh, gets down on his knees, turns his back to Sam, and Sam's like, all right, I'm going to do this, Bobby, only because I know you're not Bobby. And he pulls out a wooden stake instead of the knife, stabs Bobby right in the back. Only Bobby's not waking up, and Sam's getting kind of worried. Then all of a sudden... Bobby fades out, and guess what? It's the trickster again. It was not Bobby this whole time. It was the trickster. Wah, wah. <laughs> I knew that the whole time myself, too. I'm just like, this, is all, this isn't really happening. He's not going to stab the real Bobby. Get real. <laughs> you're right. And yeah, Dean, because Sam, like, yeah, I know you're, which is why he didn't use a knife, too, because we learned in the first episode with the trickster, you had to use a special wooden stake dripped it, dipped in, I can't remember if it was lamb's blood or whatever, yeah. but... Uh, so Sam asked, bring Dean back, and Trixie says, no, I wanted to teach you a lesson about how you and Dean are always sacrificing yourself for each other. This is not going to come to a good end. Uh, Dean is your weakness, and it's going to be the death of you. And once again, Sam begs, says, you know what, I promise we will not hunt you, just bring Dean back. Well, the next thing you know, Sam wakes up back in the hotel, Heat of the moment is back on, so it's Wednesday again. Dean's still alive. And Sam rushes in and gives him a hug. Yeah, Sam rushes in and gives him a big hug. And he's like, whoa, how many Tuesdays do you live through? Enough. Yeah, enough. And so Dean's like, well, I'm going to go out and pack up the car. And so like, nope, you're not going anywhere without me. Um, so they pack up. They leave together. And... Um, only thing Dean remembers was the trickster. He didn't really remember him actually dying and then all that stuff. He just remembered the final Tuesday that they had that revealed that it was a trickster. Um, Sam mentioned, well, never mind. I just had a really weird dream because he didn't tell Dean that he was like really dead for six months or so. Um, and they leave. And Dan noticed in the motel this time about the motel room. Yeah, not a theme room. It was just pure white with yellow trim. Yeah, they always stay in some wacky theme room, and this would have been just like, I don't know, like kids' playhouse. <laughs> it really wasn't a theme at all. It's no, just, just a blank. normal motel room, nothing. So, uh, what fun is that? Uh, he's got to relive the same Tuesday for under Tuesdays in a row, and they aren't even in a cool room. <laughs> yeah, at least it could be a fun room. Uh. <laughs> yeah, seventies porno room with magic fingers. <laughs> Those are Dean's favorites. Um, the thing is, it's really hard to do a day-night count on this one because it's always Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah, but we know that there was 101 of Tuesdays, and then there was six months of after the first Wednesday, and then there was a repeat of Wednesday. So right. we can uh, pretty accurately add up the days on this one, it if, seems. If we wanted to, but we don't. <clears throat> and according to IMDb, there's only one death. It's Dean, but he dies 111 times. <laughs> In total. Yeah. What a wacky episode. I mean, the f and like I say, the first half is comedy. Then the second half isn't at all. Right. It's just, you know, Sam 
hunting and looking for the trickster and trying to bring Dean back. And yeah, but, it's just like like it's two episodes glued together, really. Uh-huh. Kind of like Full Metal Jacket. The first half is one movie and the second half yes, is another movie. Yes, it's like Full Metal Jacket. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But, you know, the trickster was trying to teach Sam a valuable lesson. I mean, the trickster knows that Dean's got this deal. He's got less than a year to live, and he's going to be in hell. And what is Sam going to do once Dean is gone for good, you know? So I guess maybe the trickster thought he was trying to do Sam a favor. I don't know. Uh, but now it makes, I mean, the second half of this episode, though, I, I mean, now with all of, the backstory of the whole season makes a lot more sense to me. Whereas before it was just like, uh, I don't know what all this other crap is. talking about. Right. Because it does really tie into what's going to be happening. Yeah. Um, Cause this was season uh, episode 11. Um, and this was a short season because of the writer strikes. So there's only 16 episodes in this season. Um, so yeah, after this, we just have five more episodes and Dean's going to be gone. So Sam had better get used to being without him. Yeah, I'm sure he's gone. <laughs> For good this time. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> that's how the show kept going then, is with only one of them alive. That's true. Oh, get real. No truer words have been said. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been so unscared for a future fate of a character than <laughs> right now. Um, okay, so that's the day-night count. That's the death count. What's our next episode? Uh, next episode, season three, episode 12, is called Just in Bello. And we see our favorite, unfavorite character back, Bella Talbot. Oh, cool. I like Bella. And Agent Hendrickson from the FBI is in this episode, too. Oh, wow. The old gang's back together. Yeah, the whole gang is back. Is Bobby in it? I do not believe he is. Oh, well, that's lame. Yeah. Okay. Bobby episodes are cool. We love Bobby. All right. Well, just a reminder, we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Head on over and chat with us there. Our website is coupleofvidgets.com. You can find out how to get a hold of us. It's got all the episodes. You can comment on individual episodes. And we stream on all the popular streaming services. Uh, so please tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everyone you know. Also, like Supernatural, you know, 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 you